0: Hey,
1: everybody, it's the Jersey Hardwood podcast sponsored by LG Insurance. We cover Jersey college hoops. We have a full backcourt tonight. Got coach Johnny McAlevey is finally on the sideline. And of course, we have Matt Lachlan. And guys, um, we'll start with Rockers. Why wouldn't we? My goodness, we started with Seton Hall last. I'm a
0: Seton Hall guy, and Johnny's a Providence guy. I know. Why I, do we start with Seton Hall? Because with gentlemen. Lester's, but no, no, no all good. they a huge win. Listen, it was, a, <laughs>
1: it was a great night at the Rack. It really was, man. The, the energy in that place was amazing. And uh, just a, a great performance. You know, Cliff Amore, two quick fouls right out of the jump. You can imagine the fans are all over the refs and uh boom he's sitting and we're like oh man this is going to be a long night but uh listen you know trace uh, jackson davis never really got it going he was you know he was getting doubled he was trying to pass to his teammates and um you know miller cop was a bit of a, a, a pain he was he was dropping some threes early but uh you know stifling uh Rutgers defense and then really guys i mean the coronation of Derek simpson i mean i think he's a kid to watch um As you were saying, John, not a highly touted guy out of high school, uh, but a nice find because um, you could tell, you know, early in the season, uh, you know, he was, you know, he was like, this guy, man, might be for real. And, of course, young player, you never know when they're going to develop and what, uh, uh, you know, what pace. But uh, really uh, just a fantastic second half, 14 points all in the second half. A you know, quick kid. He's got a quick first step. He can, he can leap too. Uh, he's, he's quite an athlete, and um, you know, he looks like he can hit a shot too. He had dropped a couple threes. Um, really, was the difference in the second half there, and it was just really a, a, an, an exciting win.
2: I had to look him up. I had never heard of him before. Um, South I Jersey. Like to follow recruiting, high school recruiting, mostly Big East guys, so I don't necessarily follow um, the Rutgers signees all that well. So yeah, I had to look him up from Mount Laurel. Could he, could he be the next Ron Harper jr. Who was sort of a, you know, we all knew who his father was, but he was a pretty unheralded recruit when he came in. And, um, I guess he's had a chance to play with, with some of the other guys being banged up McConnell and, uh, Paul, okay. he being banged up. So he saw some early minutes and he's really making the most of them. It's, um, it's a nice, um, it's a nice, problem to have when you have young guards that are uh that you can roll out there and they can contribute in their freshman season
1: oh definitely and listen Caleb mcconnell too just uh just defensively you see especially when you're at the games you see how much he's how active he is uh and um you know played great defense and actually scores a little bit too um, he's been pretty good on the offensive end uh you know i had to give way a lot uh you know last year to Gio and Ron Harper Jr. But, uh, you know, this year, you know, he's a leader and he's stepping up and he's he's um, he's hitting a few buckets himself. So he had a nice game. And it was, you know, I, I thought, you know, with Amore the out, they were going to be in trouble. But, um, you know, the defense played really well. You know, and I, I really think that, though, the, the the big X factor for this team, guys, really is is the two forwards, Moat Mag and, and Andre Hyatt. I mean, I think those guys still haven't hit their ceiling yet. They're they're really you know good athletes, and they show that they can score. They show that they com- can play defense, but a lot of times they're a little out of control. And I, I think if they really you know hone their games, man, and, they, and play to their ability. I mean, boy, you know Rutgers will be a tough out. They, they definitely will this year. Um, I thought that they you know were a little a little um, uh, short, uh, big man. And that could be the case when they start, you know, dealing with those trees in the Big Ten. But uh, you know, Antoine Wolfolk, nice freshman, but he's not, you know, six eight. Um, you know, Dean Reber can't really bang with the big guys, so it, it's Cliff. And when he gets in trouble, man, they're going small. That's just the way it is. But it worked out for them on uh, on Saturday, and it, and the and you know, Jersey Mike's Arena was just electric, man. It was really a really a a, a fun time. And um excited excited uh, that they were able to rebound because that, that was a stinker in Miami. You know, they had a 10 point lead. We were talking about that last time, Matt, you know, they had a 10 point lead, they blow it and really, um, you know, a badly needed road win really to establish the season and get it moving. And they blew that, but they certainly stepped up uh, on Saturday.
0: Yeah, they did. And, you know, Mike Woodson, it was his first time at, the Rack, and I'm not calling it Jersey Mike's, that's yeah. where it goes. Yeah, you so know, until you they know. start paying us uh, a spot on the show. I'm I, uh, I not calling it. It is The Rack. It will always be The Rack. It's never going to change for me. But that being said, it was Woodson's first visit there, and he came away impressed. I think it took Rutgers – well, it took two things. One, Rutgers becoming a much better team under Steve Peichel, and two – getting the national audience in the big 10 and all those wins that they've had at home for people to realize it's a heck of a place. I mean, it's a great basketball atmosphere. It's an enormous advantage for Rutgers. So Woodson made comment on that. And, you know, Rutgers also got Paul Mulcahy back, which, you know, down the road, he'll be much better, but that's an emotional lift when that guy's on the floor, he gives them more experience and he's just a hard-nosed guy. And I think they did, gain an advantage with his return
1: and he, he did contribute he there's no question about that so he was out on the court and it was felt he uh um you know hit a couple buckets and um you know played played good defense and you know they're they're long i mean they're they're their guards are big uh they're not i wouldn't call them the quickest team although it's certainly good to see Derek simpson the way he can move and uh and and you know omori's gonna do his thing but you know, he's still got to watch the fouls and you know, they got away with it Saturday, but they're not always going to go away with, with, with cliff having foul trouble like he did, uh, John, because he, they need him out on the court. And, you know, and you explain what trace Jackson Davis just couldn't get it going.
2: Not not only is he the best player on the Rutgers team, he's one of the top, you know, big men in the big 10 conference. And, you know, when you take him out of the mix, he, he's not going to really step out and, and, Score on the perimeter, although he's working in that elbow jump shot, but he is a um, you know, a rim protector and a defensive stalwart, giving those guards maybe an opportunity to take some chances out on the perimeter because they know they've got him lurking under the basket. He's a he's a rim protector, he's a great rebounder, and he's becoming a low post scorer. So if you take him out of the mix, it's tough, like you said, with those two quick ones. I saw Coach Michael was interviewed at halftime, and his answers were. Shall we say, Kurt? He was pretty curt with the with the uh, halftime person because he was ticked off on those two fouls. Um, But in the end, it it wound up not hurting them. But Steve, I have to ask you a question because again, I'm new to the Rutgers team this year, watching them. Tell me about Cam Spencer, your second leading scorer, that guy from Loyola Maryland, and he's really come in here. He's playing a ton of minutes. um, what do you think of his
1: game? Well, he's, he's pl- he played very well at the beginning of the season and he was scoring. Um, he really can't create on his own. He's got to come off the picks and, you know, set up on the three. Now, the thing is he can hit them. Uh, he's gotten a little bit of a, uh, you know, slump here the last couple of games, John. I mean, he, he couldn't really struggle in Miami just, uh, I think it was like one of 10 or something like that. And he struggled again, uh, against Indiana, uh, you know these these teams are getting the, the you know the the uh, opposition's getting a little stronger here, obviously, and and he uh, quick guards are probably going to bother him a little bit, uh, but he can shoot, man, and so they got to figure out a way to get him open. And he's a good, sound player. You know, he's always getting his hand into you know in, in, into passing lanes, and and so yeah. it, he, defensively, he's always seems to be in the right position. And he knows where he is on the court. He's a very sound player. Uh, I think he's
2: a guy that if he's out there for too long, he gets overexposed and that's why it's good to have Mulcahy and, uh, and McConnell back in the mix.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, so, but, but he's got, uh, he's got a great shot and Rutgers, come on. We've seen the last few seasons, right? I mean, Rutgers needs shooters and he definitely is a shooter. Uh, he just has been struggling the last couple games. So he's got to figure that out. He did start and, um, and he can, uh, Listen, you you get him open, he's going to be dangerous. Now Miller cops not like lightning, guys, right? And he got open, and he got behind the ar- the arc and he hit his shots. So and even well, Miller cops a little is he's much bigger than Cam Spencer, but so you're telling you me know,
2: they're going to run the picket fence for Cam Spencer? <laughs> they're going to have up.
1: listen, they're going like to have to, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, Matt, you just look at it. He's he's not. You know, he's a guy who, look, where'd he come from? Loyola, Maryland, and he excelled yeah. there. And, and you know, again, you know, he's a guy who can shoot.
2: He's averaging uh, 14 points. He's no joke. I just had not seen him play, so I was eager to hear what you, well, he three what you points. thought of him. I'll, I'm going to key in on him down the road.
1: He had three points Saturday, and he might have had a goose on, uh, oh, no, I made like two points or something on on um, last week against Miami. So, yeah, that, you know, that, that 17, 18 points has already gone down to 14. Now I'm not saying, listen, he's a nice, nice shot. You know, he gets the foul line. He's going to score. He's going to, he's going to make his foul shots, those kind of things. And he's a very, very solid player. So he just, they need to figure out a way to get, get him open. <laughs> like you said, run yeah. the picket fence and figure out a way to get him open because, and then he's got to release quick, you know, he's got to do the Allen Houston, get, get the ball and it's gone out of his hands. So that's another thing too, having needing that quick release. But I, I think I think he'll be fine. I just don't know if that at seventeen points is going to stay there. You know, now that things are getting tougher and the competition is is, is getting up there. Negative. You know, but uh,
0: well, and that competition starts in a couple of days against Ohio State. Yeah, as Rutgers goes on the road against a team that's just come into the AP top twenty-five. So, you know. There's no rest for the weary. It was a huge win for them. Indiana nationally ranked top 10 team. And then all of a sudden you look around and go, okay, well, we can rest on our laurels. No, uh, not really. uh, Because now we're on the road and we've got uh, Ohio State staring us in the face.
2: Yeah. And then right around the corner on Sunday, the big, the the granddaddy of the wall, the Jersey Hardwood Classic. It's. uh, Deaton Hall, and this should be uh, really looking forward to this one. It's, uh, you know, Shaheen's first foray as the head coach and a lot of new faces on both teams, and um, it's uh, it's always fun, and it's going to get a nice national television audience. Fox Sports 1 is going to have this bad boy, and it should be should be a lot of fun looking forward to that. But again, you can't look past Ohio State because they, as you mentioned, Matt, are now newly minted top 25 team, and the Buckeyes guys are always good.
1: Yeah. And listen, um, they're always tough. And they did they reload and going, they've never won in Columbus. How about that guy? So, you know, going into that arena is gonna be tough. And um, you know, but the way they played on Saturday, you know, again, they just gotta figure out how to do that on the road and they haven't yet. So uh so you don't have a good feeling about it, but at the same time, man, you know if they can play defense the way they did. And like you said, Johnny, right? Defense travels, right? Yep. So Offense
2: it, comes and goes, defense travels. And yeah, they, so, listen, they had a lead down in Miami. And Miami's a really good team. I think when you look up at the end of the year, you're going to see the Hurricanes are definitely, you know, a, mm-hmm. a, an NCAA tournament team. They had a lead on them. They squandered that. But, um, you know, playing at the rack is different than playing on the road. So let's see how they do.
1: The, um, the sweetness well, they, of Saturday is just in
2: Columbus on Thursday
1: the sweetness of Saturday is just getting over that bitterness of that game because it was that, that was a terrible loss I thought I thought they had that game and should have had it frankly and then and, and you know and they got to prove that they can win on the road and uh you know so they let that one slip away but gotta let it go now big uh, big win at Saturday and then of course Seton Hall here Matt they've got a they've got a big one coming up against Lincoln University is Pennsylvania. What who, tell, give us the story about that team?
0: Yeah, they're a division two team, uh, historically black college and university club. Uh, it's one of those cupcakes that many schools have. And Seton Hall is no different than anyone. Mm-hmm. In fact, the game won't be at Prudential Center, it will be uh, at Walsh on Wednesday night. And it's a chance for Seton Hall, even though it won't matter. I mean, they should win basically in a walkover. But Seton Hall, is, as we discussed last week, and you know, John, I know you're a Big East guy, so you know, they're a team with a lot of new faces. Obviously, a new head coach. They don't really have an offense uh, offensive leader. They have guys who can be that. They haven't stepped forward yet. No one has really claimed that crown. And so, with some practice time, and Holloway keeps saying, "I see good things. It's coming. It's coming." You know, it'll be a chance to run the offense and. It just will be, uh, and I don't mean to be dismissive, it will come across as that, but it really will be just kind of a run-through and a walk-through, and it should be, should be an easy win. But then they've got, you know, one, two, three more days of practice before Rutgers, so he's got a chance to get some things right with this club, try to figure some things out, but until they can find some flow offensively, it's, it's a tough one. Yeah,
2: you know, man, he's got a lot of guys playing a lot of minutes. I mean, yes, I just go he through here. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys playing nineteen minutes or more. That's hard to do. I know Ed Cooley's trying to find his uh rotation up in Providence and it and it hasn't gone over very well. We are struggle city out of the gates. But it's tough, you know, when you're new on the job at a new place, or when you have like a completely new roster, which it is for for Shaheen. So he's got to combo that down because as any good coach will tell you, you know, if you get more than like seven or eight guys, then you're, you know, you're, you can't get some people out there. They start cooking and then you're, you're taking them out to get another guy in there and then he's struggles. And, you know, you really have a hard time finding a mix that works. And so it'll be interesting to see who sort of falls on the outside of the uh, window looking in, because, He's got to get his hand, uh, get his hands around um, a rotation that is manageable and that gives guys an opportunity to have their best play come forward.
0: And guys, yeah, are, and I, I think yeah. that that's obvious. That this is a team that's still learning about each other, learning about Holloway and what he wants and demands. Defensively, they're okay. That will keep them in games, but they've got to be able to put the ball in the basket. They missed a lot of free throws the other night against Kansas. They weren't very good from long range. Uh, Those are killers. You need to do both to have any kind of success. But, you know, if you look at their schedule, they went down to the ESPN Invitational over Thanksgiving weekend and they went one and two. Now, should they have beaten Sienna? I would say yes. Sienna says, well, you didn't. And so fair credit to them. But if they win that one now, instead of being four and four and on a three game losing streak, you know, they're 5-3 and three with an expected loss to Kansas. And you go, well, things are not as bad as, as they seem. Now they've lost three in a row. They're 4-4. Four and four. Hey, conversely, you could say they, they shouldn't have won the first game. They hit a game-winning shot at the buzzer from Tyree Samuel. So if they lose to Memphis, then things are even worse. So you can't play that game. But the right. reality is Seton Ball is probably not as bad as their record would indicate right now. But there's no question they're discombobulated offensively.
2: And a lot of that has to do with the, uh, with the portal, you know, you, it, it it gives, but it also takes away. Again, I mentioned uh, my team, we have four new guys from the portal. And so while they're talented individually, trying to put them on the floor and, and come up with that age old chemistry that coaches are always looking for. It's hard sometimes to do. I mean, you look at Seton hall, you've got the depot, you've got Alamir Dawes. you got Dre Davis. They're all portal folks. And they're all really talented, but to try to fit them all together and, you know, in the mix, it it takes a while for these coaches to to get that together. And so that I think that's what we're seeing. You know, check back with these teams, you know, in mid January and, um, you know, towards the beginning of February, and we'll see where they are. But until then, you know, buckle up. It could be a bumpy road for a bunch of these
0: schools. Well, I I think it could very well be for Seton Hall for a while. They've also been beset by some injuries elected yet hasn't played yet this season he's yeah. there really only inside presence defensively he can be very very good and uh out in Kansas um Dre Davis didn't play the transfer from Louisville he's got a knee injury I'm not sure what his status is so you know there there are issues to be worked on for sure
1: yeah. well when you big East Boys get going, man, it's hard to get in. But I I want to talk about this Jersey Hardwood uh classic a little bit. But first I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, who is LG Insurance. And uh, you know, speaking of Jersey, I mean, he, they're about his jerseys to get Aaron Levine known the guy for a long time. Uh terrific guy. Uh his business is located in Long Branch at the Jersey Shore, but he does all of Jersey, actually he does several states across the country, actually. He's really expanded his business. Uh, and again, uh, he knows insurance up and down, all types, retail, commercial. And he has a great team too. So search LG Insurance or go to his site. If you go to moresportsnow.com, he's got a banner uh, ad on our site. So uh, uh, check that out as well. And reach out and get personal attention and all your insurance needs. Guy is uh, terrific, Good, uh, great, great stuff. And uh, we, of course, appreciate him being a sponsor Let's get into the Jersey Hardwood Classic. It's going to be on Sunday, guys, and uh, I will be there. Very excited about it. I got great tickets. I got great season tickets now. I'm right, I'm, I'm like seven uh, rows from the floor. It's awesome. And um, this is going to be exciting. You know, Matt, you know, Kadari Richmond had a pretty good game last time. He saw a Rutgers jersey. So you figure he's going to see, you know, he's going to feel good going into – uh into uh the rack and uh but i mean the energy in the rack is unbelievable and that's you know give, gives ruckers the edge it's probably going to be a uh, you know tough night for seton hall but i still think you know ne- it's never it's never easy and I, I think this uh this should be a uh, a good game
0: well, I, I hope it's a good game. And by the way, you just got to use that Big Ten voice to get in here with the Big East guys. Just <laughs> step up and, and go, man. Like, elbow <laughs> your way in. But uh, Well, we but got it, we got, got our ruckers sure on, so
1: I let you boys game.
0: go. There we go. I'm not sure, quite frankly, it's going to be a good game. I'd like to see a lot more out of Seton Hall. My concern is the atmosphere. My concern, again, is just their lack of offense and their ability to put pressure on Rutgers from that standpoint, I think they can play good defense. Uh, you know, that's their hallmark. No pun intended. But just that lack of offensive flow, continuity. Like, who's the leader? Like, you know, Seton Hall knew the last what ten years who was going to take the big shot, whether it was Mahmoud kalashvili whether it was Miles Powell, whether it was Isaiah Whitehead uh you know, whether it was Jared Roden, they knew who was going to take the big shot. Who's taking the big shot? I'm not sure. Kadari Richmond could be that guy. Uh he's got he's got the physical tools, had a pretty good first half and a decent game overall against Kansas. So I gotta give him credit for that. If he can duplicate that, he'll certainly keep him in the ball game. But I think it's a tough night for Steve Hall.
2: I, you know, until as I mentioned before, until these guys start Getting that chemistry together, I think for a lot of them it's it's new playing at the rack, and as we know, it's loud as could be. I've spent many a, a night watching my friars go down the toilet in that building late, and it's loud, and I want to get the heck out of there when uh, I've got Hervey Lamazana banking in three-point shots to knock me out. I remember that one; uh, that's probably a decade or so ago, and it still burns me up. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I know one thing is that Shaheen knows a thing or two about playing at the rack and he knows about bringing teams to play there. So it will not be new to him and uh, you know, getting a chance to see him on a more um, frequent basis on the sidelines. He's shall we say animated? He is all over the place on the sidelines and oftentimes jump in and running up and down. Yeah. He's fun to watch over there, so his, his team will not be, you know, ill prepared, shall we say? So I, I think that they'll be up for the for the fray, and I think it's going to be a um, a second half game. I don't think it's going to get out of control one way or the other. I, I think it's going to be a good ending. At least that's what I'm hoping for.
0: Yeah, well, I hope so too. Uh, it's been a long time though since Seton Hall's won at Rutgers. We'll see.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, listen, Sheen Holloway certainly t- did a good job getting a team to, to rise up to the uh, to the challenge uh, last year with St. Peter's. So uh, he's got that in him. I mean, it's just it's it's early for him. And he's he, you know, so there's a lot of figuring out, as you're saying, Matt, there's a lot to figure out. I just remember my first good look at Kadari Richmond was at the Rutgers game. I'm like, man, this guy's good. Where did this is this is a nice transfer. I didn't know much about him. I knew he was coming over from Syracuse, but I didn't know his ability. Wow. And I'm like, damn, this guy can play. Um, Ooh, Kadari? Where, Kadari.
2: Yeah. Oh, he was a top 50 recruit. No, I know. I know. Star. No, you
1: you guys, you guys told me all about it when I was like, oh, who was this oh, guy? Yeah. He was great. Um, but I knew, I knew he was, I knew he was a transfer coming over from Syracuse. I just wasn't sure. Um, uh,
2: yeah. Time for I, him to pick it up. This, this should be yeah. his team.
1: Well, that's what I yeah I was saying the, that in the last show, he's John to to Matt step
2: up yeah I, think, yeah I think it could be him now. Listen, he's not a great perimeter shooter. He's more of a driver and and a getting downhill kind of a guy. But you know, late in the game, put the ball in his hands and um, you know dribble drive and and dish as our boy Dickie B likes to say the triple D. But he could do that, and and he's big. He's a big guard. He's at six five, six six. So I, I look for him to. That really take control
1: and here's another thing guys listen Matt um, Alamir Dawes faced Rutgers twice at Clemson and I recall him as being that guy a guy who could take that shot you know uh, I just think he's probably figuring out this offense and figuring out the flow of everything but he could be that guy
0: that's part of it he hasn't found this shot yet at, at Seton Hall so maybe it appears <laughs> you know i mean all the things you're saying are absolute facts but it's got to happen on the floor yeah right? and and it hasn't so far and so i'm a little down on the hall i didn't think they'd be 8-0 no. i didn't think they'd be 7 and 1 i just thought they would have come away from the espn invitational a little better i thought they would have shown against iowa a little better that was a home game and yeah. uh, they they didn't it was probably their poorest performance of the season yeah. so you know, their, their record is probably not too far off what it would be, that CNN game notwithstanding down in Orlando. I've I said this both publicly and privately. It's it's a work in progress with the new head coach. And so that's what it is. And, and the gears are grinding a little bit. I do know this, though. You brought up a good point. Gene Holloway is uber competitive. He's going to let the fellas know that Sunday is it. Mm-hmm. And these guys know it. I mean, Dawes is from is from North, Newark. Right? Yeah. Uh, Kadari Richmond has played in this game. He is uh, a local product. So you know these guys know it. Uh, they will be fired up, but it is an enormous task. Now, here's, here's what it depends on. Here's what a lot of depends on. Uh, what does Rutgers do against Ohio State? Do so they get banged around? Does Mulcahy? I'm not wishing it at all, but does he re-injure? Uh, his shoulder does mm-hmm. anybody else come out do they get into early foul trouble can they overcome that can Rutgers ride the emotion or are they too pumped so there's so much you know you're talking about 18 to 23 24 year old kids playing a game so you know let's see what happens but the place will be packed in scarlet there will be a Seton Hall representation but they'll be drowned out and particularly if Rutgers brings down the thunder early
1: yeah and listen that they're two pretty strong defensive teams and guys, you know, look, look, they had a nice Saturday night against Indiana, but it's not like they're all of a sudden an offensive juggernaut. (laughs) They aren't. Um, So this could be a low scoring affair. And, you know, it's always fun. Like you said, you know, Matt, it's going to be a great, uh, great crowd. It's going to be electric and it's a big, you know, it's a great, jersey showcase of basketball in the state god it's we should be celebrating it we're called the jersey hardwood podcast you know so
0: no we, uh, we are we're talking a lot about no, it it's awesome. no it's awesome question it's going it, to be a hell of a game it's good stuff Well, i think there's one way we can settle
2: this and that is since you guys live right across the street from each other we're just going to have a free throw shooting
0: contest in your driveway uh-huh. <laughs> and that'll, that'll determine who who wins this year's battle exactly matt yeah, used to amazing.
1: have a matt you liam Used to be, I remember seeing I remember all your kids shooting out on the uh, on the street. There You yeah, used to have a hoop kids out there. My all do
0: love hoop, that's for sure. But that's I remember, that's Matt, long gone. I
2: ran into you. This is a this is a while ago now. On on uh, the sideline at the sports academy in Milburn. Remember, I was yeah, in the yeah. Milburn team. And was that Liam? One of your sons was playing. That
0: was Liam. Yeah. Wow. Yeah,
2: that's a while ago now. That's there you so go.
0: Funny. Oh yeah. yeah I think all... he was a sophomore in high school. Yeah. Uh, going into his sophomore year. Yeah. That was great. I get
2: a tap on the shoulder, I turn around, and it's my friend Matt Laughlin. That was great. Oh, Funny stuff.
0: Yeah, well, 6 o'clock
1: Sunday, it's going to be awesome. And guess what? You know what's awesome? Monmouth got a win, guys. Monmouth beats Manhattan. They were 0-8. We were talking about it last uh, show, John. They're 0-8. And And there's really, like, we'll follow the other uh, college teams, you know. But when a story comes up, there's really no story. All the other teams are you know, around 500, you know, Princeton's like six and two and the Ivy, you know, and all the other guys, Ryder, Fairleigh, Dickens, all of them are either close to 500 or sub 500, but Manhattan, but, uh, Monmouth was 0-8 and and they got a win against Manhattan. Um, so they're now, uh, 1-8, so, uh, they're struggling. So, uh, no big story other than Rockers and Seton Hall this Sunday. So, um, that'll do it uh, for this week. Love covering uh, Jersey basketball with you guys. Uh, our sponsor, LG Insurance, back again, another year. We're excited about that. Uh, check out our site, moresportsnow.com, and also you can, um, you know, you can get our uh, the show on uh, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, uh, Google uh, Podcasts, iTunes. Uh, we're on a bunch of directories, so you can find, and also the, the site as well. So that'll do it for this week. Steve, Matt, and John, we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.